I don't remember summer being this short. You sure we didn't skip a day? No? Dang. Okay. Well, uh, school coming back means young people going back to school. And that means more youth activism about everything, including climate change. So during the back to school season, I thought it would be nice to talk about what makes youth activism so effective. And it relates to your health. Hey, my name is Elsa Senega, and this is The Climate Doctor, Noam D. I'm here to talk about the health impact of climate events, climate concepts, and environmental injustice. Now, it's my second year at Harvard, and I can definitely say that college is a breeding ground for youth activism on everything under the sun, including climate change. But this ain't exclusive to undergrads, obviously. We have 15-year-olds running around leading climate marches, and 12-year-olds with the bravery to tell their communities, y'all need to do better. To be honest, I think us young people everywhere, we're doing a great job as climate leaders, if I do say so myself. <laughs> but seriously, what makes young faces and climate movements such a dope combo? Hint? Mm, I kind of gave it away in the intro. As a society, young people inspire our brains to focus on our legacy. That makes sense. Young people represent the future and who's going to inherit our stuff after we're all gone. Most physiological studies agree that as we get older, we are more likely to consider what we are leaving behind to the next generation. This concern for establishing the well-being of future generations after us is called generativity, coined by the famous psychologist Eric Erickson. Erickson believed that the age for generativity to really hit is like between 40 to 65. And at this stage of life, people begin to really think about contributing positively to the people around them or to people in general that they care about. But, you know, young people can feel generativity just as much as older people. I think to be a climate activist, especially a young one, you definitely need to feel generativity to sustain you. With all the loud deniers out there, both old and young, the fact that the people out there who could really appreciate us the most for our advocacy are either not born yet or infants, and considering the depressing news you find almost everywhere you look, oh yeah, generative concern is definitely a required personality trait. And because we're seeing younger people time and time again sound alarms about the climate and environmental injustice, I mean, that's awesome. We're standing in the gap, saying that the generations before us, you know, they didn't really do what they were supposed to do. And without the best precedence, we're still determined to set out and make our society act a little bit more based on generativity. And here's the thing, when young people are determined to act based on generativity, well, I think it makes the older people more likely to tap in. And that's a good thing because there are individual and community level health benefits to caring about your legacy. You see, caring about your legacy, AKA generativity, has been shown in psychological studies to give individuals purpose, a sense of meaning in their life. It also may decrease levels of anxiety and depression by making people feel more satisfied about their life decisions. So being committed to action about your generative purpose is good for your mental health, but also for your physical health. And I believe the benefits are more obvious as you age because, you know, you're more likely to care about generativity as you age, like what Erickson proposed. And generative individuals who are older, they decrease their risk of physical comorbidities and even death. But of course, you know, the more altruistic way to think about being generative is when individuals are committed to being generative, society has to benefit. Because when you're acting based on generativity, 
There's no way that somebody somewhere in the future is not going to benefit from your work today. So, you know, when young climate activists are going on about our future and what about the children? <laughs> Just remember that they're doing all of us a favor, too, by prompting us to think about our purpose, even to the point of serving our community's unborn generations. So if you're looking for another reason to care about the climate and the fate of life on Earth and beyond the children and your own conscience, selfish head ass. <laughs> It's healthy for you to respond differently when thinking about what young people care about. I mean, hey, anything to get you more inspired and motivated to make a difference, even if it means subconsciously reminding us of all of our mortality for our own health benefit. Hey, I'm here for it. And without using the definition of generativity, I have another way to show you that, you know, young people have a special power in getting us to do something about climate change. Take Greta Thunberg, for example. Remember, she's this young woman from Sweden who I think at a very young age, 15 maybe, started to become internationally famous for her climate advocacy. I feel like in the last five years or so, she has undoubtedly become the most recognizable young face for climate change awareness globally. Now, imagine a 50-year-old person with decades-long experience of climate advocacy and replace Greta with this person in your mind. So this imaginary person now has the same riveting, touching, poignant background in climate advocacy as Greta. And they are the face of a movement that they've started, intentionally or not. Do you think this person's climate movement would be nearly as convincing, motivating, or guilt-tripping to adults in power? And that's not to say that there aren't a lot of older people doing this. Have you heard of Vandana Shiva? She's an internationally recognized Indian environmentalist who's 70 years old now. She's been doing this for decades, yo. But no one would be saying something really controversial if they said something like, Greta is more influential in all of our minds than her. Look, I'm not trying to take away anything from Greta. I don't have beef with her. But I'm just saying, her perceived youth definitely helps her do her role so well. She and other young superstars in this area of climate advocacy have generativity as their best weapon. No one's young forever, obviously, so young climate activists aren't going to be young climate activists forever. They can't rely on generativity forever. But we can trust that there's always going to be a younger generation after us running the race, waiting patiently to pick up the baton. I just think that there's a hesitancy to let go of the baton sometimes in this relay race. More experienced, older individuals, they have this natural concern that young people are not ready to lead. Young people always come off as so immature and naive, I know. And to them, it seems like even with our good intentions, without a strong commitment and a good plan, nothing's gonna change. My answer to that worry from older generations is that there's a need for trust. When you train them up in the way that they should go, there's gotta be some trust that they know what they're doing or else the generativity you have is just gonna feel like it's all for nothing. If you have no confidence in the people coming after you to do at least something good, then, I mean, there's no selfless reason for you to be generative at all if all your work is just gonna go to waste. I think if you're not being generative for a selfless cause, then it's really hard to stay generative at all. Then when you're not generative at all, you're not really concerned so much about who or what is coming after you. And that's when things get stagnant in terms of your call to serve others. Going back to Eric Erickson, he theorized that when these older adults, I think 40 to 65, don't feel generative at all, they get stagnant. Now, I ain't no renowned psychologist, but allow me to add to Erickson and say that that's true for anyone who has the ability to serve the next generation, but is not willing to. They get stagnant in their confidence to inspire people who might look up to them. 
because activism in general is a form of generative action and generativity, like I said before, has mental and physical health benefits for everyone, then being generative is good for everyone, in my opinion. I mean, research from the University of Berkeley shows that even young people who are in tune with generative concern, they tend to have more healthy friendships and stronger senses of their identities. Like, if you take nothing else from this episode, I feel like all I've been saying is that everyone benefits from trying to make a difference for future generations. We are bringing back the community mailbag this week. Um, I asked you guys on Instagram, who do you know more, Greta Thunberg or Vandana Shiva? And her report was quite in favor of Greta Thunberg. And I don't think that's surprising to anybody, or I, at least I thought it wouldn't be. But somebody was like, hey, I actually know Vandana Shiva way more than Greta Thunberg. I was like, really? Wow. Um, look, there's a lot of reasons why Greta one like 88 to 4 percent on my personal instagram and 100 percent to zero on the climate doctor instagram but i think we could say that some of it is because of the fact that greta is a young climate activist and that makes her particularly good at evoking a sense of generativity in younger people and older and everyone and and as i started this episode you know young people inspire us to focus on our legacy so seeing a young climate activist is gonna make you feel more generative than seeing a 70 year old Vandana. Respectfully speaking too, in my opinion. And uh, somebody even told me in this mailbag that Vandana's on TikTok, they show me her TikTok. So as far as I know, Vandana's doing what Greta's doing. She's going to these global conferences, speaking to the people. She has TikTok too. <laughs> so something else is going on here. Yo, thanks for listening to the fifth episode of this podcast. Wow, the climate doctor in OMD. Next episode is a conversation with my guy, Davion Tatum, one of the most generative people I've met at Harvard. We're going to talk about a common situation growing up for many young climate activists that I feel makes them so generative early on in their lives. I call it the grass is always greener effect. Well, follow me on Instagram at OBA underscore O-S-A-S-E and at climates underscore doc underscore pod. Let's connect. And then you'll know when the next episode comes out. All right. Peace. God bless.